Hi team, welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we share Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. Money doesn't have to be scary. Buying a home doesn't have to be painful. And planning your financial future, whatever that may mean, doesn't need to be tough. That's why the content you're about to hear is designed to educate, inspire, and help you tick off your goals. If you don't have any yet, that's cool too. Our team have helped thousands of clients with their financial journeys over the last 10 years. Clients can be anyone from first-time buyers, young folks trying to get a plan in place, or people with extensive property portfolios. We're Kiwis, but we're here to help people abroad too. By listening to this podcast, you're hearing the up-to-date information on all things financial. Sometimes, though, we can change it up and get guest speakers in. From industry leaders, legendary sports stars, local cafe owners, and stories of everyday people. Beyond the Field should help you transform whatever vision you have for your future. Let us help you take back control, remove any fears or doubts, and feel secure. So kick back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. I'm Ethan Asiwa. And today we're going to introduce a new team member to Money Empire. We're going to introduce Rosie Hannaway. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Cool. Hi, guys. Now, um, for all the listeners out there, Rosie actually has joined us and is our specialist in uh, insurance, fire in general, and personal risk, which is something that is probably one taboo in New Zealand uh, and two um, completely underinsured as a nation, Isa. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, insurance is such a um, either over-talked subject or under-talked subject. And in New Zealand in particular, there's always a massive need for education. Um, Hence, someone like Rosie joining our team just adds another dimension with her wealth of knowledge. Absolutely. And... uh, What's the main thing we get about insurance? Oh, how much is that going to cost? Yeah. Oh, that's expensive. Totally. So, Rosie, to for all the listeners out there, um, give yourself a bit of an introduction around who you are, where you've come from, um, and your background so that there's some personalization to, uh, to the face. Yeah, sure. No problem. So, hi, everyone. My name is Rosie. I am the insurance advisor at Money Empire. So essentially, I come from actually a health and fitness background, so helping people with their physical health, and I wanted to translate that into their financial health. So I also did a little bit of sales in the health and fitness industry, and for me, I just found that that was probably a very kind of sharky scene and didn't really stand well with my values, so I wanted to use my skills to help people with insurance so that's what i've done i've come across still using those skills but in the finance industry do you like fitness do i like fitness a hundred percent i think it's so good for mental health as well so um yeah i definitely like fitness and i definitely love finance the two f's well they they do go hand in hand right because ultimately we know for insurance companies if people are keeping fitter then uh, per se their insurance premiums should go down and that's been a a talking point for a long time. Yeah, I like that parallel, totally. I reckon if you keep fit and healthy, then, well, you'll have low premiums essentially. So let's talk about women in finance because for so long it has always been men, white collar and at a certain age. But uh, here at Money Empire, we're tipping those scales. 
Yeah, it's such a cool culture to be a part of here at Money Empire. It's certainly interesting, you know, you go to um, insurance meetings at the insurance companies and it's still a very much male-dominated scene. So it's quite cool to come on in and um, be rocking the finance for the woman. How does that impact you? Does it does it change your mindset on how to go about things? Um, well, as an insurance advisor, I certainly think that I'm probably quite risk adverse in my own life. So um, definitely my work probably affects my day to day. I'm always double thinking things or just double checking to make sure it's going to be all A-OK. Um, but I think certainly I probably feel quite empowered to be working as a woman in insurance Um, which is quite cool and being part of the finance industry and really being part of that movement we have where a lot of women are coming into the industry, which is quite cool. That's really well said, actually. Mm. Um, I want to ask you this, Rosie. What does insurance mean to you? What does insurance mean to me? So I certainly think coming into a company that had great morals in the way of putting customer first and best customer outcomes Um, was really important to me so I've really landed on my feet here with such a great company so insurance I really think looking at it from that way means to me just making sure that people are protected um, their financial health is protected with uh, mitigating risk so to speak so if I can come in and help people do that and look after their families in a time of need or a tough time with a family member passing away or someone getting diagnosed with cancer I think I've done my job pretty well and I feel that that's quite rewarding I think the biggest thing we always see and 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 we say and do is that everyone wants to create wealth but everyone completely forgets the flip side of how creating wealth you need to protect that and that if you're building these big pillars like pyramids Mm. But the foundations aren't correct around the risk mitigation factors, um, the the personal uh, risk that you're um, exposed to, whether it's asset base, whether it's health um, risks, whatever it may be. You actually can't go on a journey and create wealth because that can all be stripped away if uh, personally you go down. Um, through an injury illness or something like that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, essentially with people trying to build their empire, if you think about the foundation and look at it like a pyramid, insurance is one of those main blocks to keep that stable. You know, if you get hit with a big financial blow and insurance comes into place, then all your other assets and all your other blocks essentially are going to be kept nice and stable. But if you don't have that in place, then unfortunately it's going to negatively impact one of the blocks and make that empire a bit shaky so it's actually really important to realize how much of an important role insurance has to play okay um i am always bemused um through my many years of of being in, in finance and property the amount of times that i hear individuals to say well i'll just get house insurance for the sake of it because my bank needs it i just don't understand or i've got acc oh yeah that's a big one yeah yeah and uh, the correlation to that is is mind-boggling. So would you say a big part of insurance in, in New Zealand is about educating people and what that actually what insurance actually entails? Yeah, totally. So that's certainly a big part of my job is just educating people to understand, okay, insurance is one of those things that you pay for in the hope of never having to use it. But if you do need it, and it does come into play, then it's really going to save you a lot of hassle in the long term. And essentially, it's going to protect what's important to you, which is yourself, your family, and also your financial stability. I personally always put it to myself as, why would I drive a car 
with no insurance on the road, knowing that I can't control outside factors, right? I apply that to myself. Why would I walk outside the front door with no personal risk on myself, knowing that the outside factors I can't um, uh, stop or influence? Exactly. And I think especially Kiwis come from a place, and like you said earlier, we're one of the most uninsured nations, come from a place where if we can see something in front of us and it's a tangible object, we want to make sure it's looked after, like the nice shiny car and that kind of thing. And especially the younger generation as well think we're probably quite invincible the way of poor health like cancer or um, heart attacks. But it does happen to some people um, and we're not actually as invincible as we think we are. So it's important to have that security in place. A question for you, actually, and I wonder if this whole theory of us being an underinsured nation, we've done some other podcasts on the percentage of Kiwis living paycheck to paycheck, which doesn't include insurance in that. Now, is it an affordability well, I think, th- again, just the lack of education around the importance of what it is, you know. Um, but, you know, for people that are living paycheck to paycheck or something like COVID hits, what's one of the first things they get rid of or don't even consider? And that's insurance because they really think, do you know what, I'll, I'll, she'll be all right. Mm. She'll be all right. It's, mm. it's just a New Zealand adage that we just continue to hear. So, again, um, it's quite few and far between that we actually hear uh, or come across clients that have insurance for the right reasons. So again, I just you know strip it right back. It comes down to the education um, around what insurance is. We've always said amongst our companies, what is someone's biggest asset in life? And the first thing that they're going to say is property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. home Because that's just a tangible thing they think of. If you strip it back... If that individual didn't have an income, they wouldn't be able to get that property. Or if they had if they had that property and they lost their income, they could lose their home. So why is your biggest asset not you in life? And then that you should be protecting that, Rosie. Yeah, interesting. And I also think it's important as well to go back to what Issa was saying about the affordability piece. You know, essentially some insurance is better than no insurance. So if you're looking at your insurance right now and thinking, look, it's just getting a bit too expensive or you're wondering whether you can strip it back, come and have a chat with us because I can have a little look at your insurance and um, essentially we can dwindle it down so that some of your needs can still be met and some of your risk can still be covered but we can fit your budget. One thing I would like to see Rosie and you can chime in with this is I'd love and I know we're in our infancy of superannuation here with KiwiSaver I understand that but as KiwiSaver takes off and years roll by I would love to see insurance being able to be included in your KiwiSaver fund. So what I mean by that is insurance companies joining up with KiwiSaver funds to allow your premiums to come out of your KiwiSaver. Now that would help a lot of people because remember KiwiSaver is pre-tax dollars as well. So you're not having to pay tax on it going before your pay goes out. And that would, I think, would help a lot of Kiwis become insured more. Exactly. And actually I think we're quite behind here in New Zealand compared to other countries on that pace. Um, I think Australia, they already work that way in their superannuation don't they so I think certainly if we could look at doing something like that it would make us safer as a nation oh look mortgage repayment cover another country you know it's not it's not compulsory in New Zealand go up to Europe you know it's just standard it's just part Mm. of buying a house so you know again I don't disagree with that too either either. I think that should be a requirement to safeguard or some type of LM L sort of LMI insurance type product which is built into a loan to safeguard a bank and from a mortgage sale from a vendor. Yeah, it makes complete sense and I think the way the world's kind of moving, New Zealand really needs to kind of keep up with the times on that one. Yep. I want to ask you something. 
What's something, obviously you've been in the industry, what's something funny that you see from Kiwis around insurance? Oh, well, firstly, definitely that uninsured pace. Yeah. Um, I would certainly say a lot of younger people as well. It's really hard for them to get their head around insurance. They think they're young, you know, they're invincible, nothing's going to happen to me. And also it's quite interesting, younger people, and actually I've certainly heard this from a few people even in their 40s that come back and say, oh, mum and dad will help me out or they'll give me the money. And it's, you know, people need to think long term, okay, great, borrow the money from mum and dad, what what happens to their retirement fund? Um, so you're not just actually protecting yourself, you're protecting your family, you're protecting your parents. Um, and that's, that's a couple of things that really stand out for me. Now tell me to finish things off, Rosie, what's one thing that you want to come into this industry and change? What's one thing I want to come into this industry and change i want people to be able to look at their insurance and see value in their insurance so being able to say yep i have this in place i have peace of mind i feel completely safe with having this insurance and also just understanding that it is going back to that conversation earlier about the um, empire and about the block really seeing it as part of an essential foundation block there to keep um, their financial stability Right, Rosie, we at Money Empire love the detail and knowledge, but we also like to keep things light. When have you felt your biggest adrenaline rush? In life in general or yep. my biggest adrenaline rush? Oh, wow. Um, gosh. Bungee okay, jumping? No, Anything? here's... Okay, I've got it. So when I was younger... And actually throughout my whole life, whenever there's been an opportunity presented to me, you know, where I've been in like another country or with friends and there's something like that adrenaline junkie kind of stuff going on, I get actually quite nervous about it, whether it be jumping off some kind of like blowhole or something like that. But I feel like I have to do it to say that I did it. Otherwise, I'll always regret it for the rest of my life. So there's certainly been those kind of times doing that. Um, When has been an example... Of that, gosh, even recently, I was out at Rakino Island yep. with my partner, and you know, kids were jumping off the wharf, but you could climb up to this big pillar thing and jump off of it. And he was doing it, and I was sitting there eating my corn chips, thinking, No, no, I'm not going to do it. No, there's no way. And then I just thought, You know what? I'm over it. I'm, you know, I'm 25, I'm already acting like a nana. I took hold of my youth again, and I put the corn chips aside got into the bikini, climbed up, and with one big scream, jumped into the water. But I felt really good and proud of myself that I got outside the comfort zone, so it was good. How did you find out Santa wasn't real? Or do you remember it? I thought he still was. Well, mummy and daddy, no. (laughs) Um, How did I find out that Santa wasn't real? I think it's probably the parents, you know, somehow they put Santa on a couple of the presents, but I found the behind the, behind the couch along with ones from mum and dad. So then the penny kind of dropped. Cool. Yeah. Lastly, who, anyone on the planet, who would you take into a zombie apocalypse? Who would I take into the zombie apocalypse? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. A zombie apocalypse. I would probably take my partner. He likes to t- play some video games sometimes and he's good with shooting and then, you know, maybe he might sacrifice his life for me so I can run off. So that's all good. <laughs> Love it. Well, we're, we're super excited, I suppose, as a side company, Money Empire, to, um, to have Rosie on board with us to really help our clients understand insurance, 
educate them through a process and then make sure that moving forward, if anything is to happen to them, uh, they are protected in a way that's uh, sufficient for all. Yeah, totally. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.